In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. Hey out there, thank you for joining me today. We have, I think, an interesting show today, even though uh, it's just you and me. There is no guest that I'll be interviewing today. However, I would like to invite you to call in if these topics pertain to you. And I think that if you're a business owner, um, these topics won't one of them at least, will certainly pertain to you. So do call in today, and the number to do that is 877-864-4869. Love to chat with you today. I hope you enjoyed a wonderful weekend. I sure did. My my 90-year-old mom and my two sisters were in town, two of my sisters anyway. I come from a wonderful family of, of seven kids, so I'm very blessed in that way. And, and mom's still with us at 90. You know, talk about attraction power. Boy, that is just so powerful to have her in my life still. And we enjoyed a really great visit this weekend for a few days in a row. And I have to confess, today is a gloomy day and I'm feeling a little lonely after the family went home. So thank you for being here with me. Uh, this is this is fun. I've been looking forward to this all day long. So what are we talking about today? Well, in the last few weeks, I've done a, a number of articles for my blog over at Inc. Magazine that have really been well-received. And so I thought that it would be kind of fun to come over here and talk at a deeper level about these two topics. And, you know, think about this. If you're a solopreneur, an entrepreneur out there, imagine this. So just see this scenario, and it might ring true for you. For, For many, it does. If you're struggling in your business and you're just not selling enough, and someone comes along and, and they claim to be an expert like, like me, okay? And they come along and they say, well, your problem is that you have to market to fewer people, a lot fewer people. Now, what's your response to that? What's the first thing that your brain and, and, and your emotional reaction, you know, you might feel something in your body. What is the first thing that those things tell you? I, I bet it's something really simple and, and stressful, though, like, 
no way, you know, I can't get enough business as it is. Why am I going to begin marketing to a smaller marketplace? That's just ludicrous. I need to market to more and more and more. I need to tell everybody what my message is. And this product or this service is just for anybody who and, 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 and. So I'll bet you if your heart just clenches at the thought of, of marketing to fewer people and you go into full resistance mode that you don't have a niche. And we're going to talk about what that means today. We're going to talk about niching your business. Now, this call, you know, we're going to go uh, beyond uh, talking about developing a niche. We're also going to talk about mindset that will help you get unstuck you know, no matter what it is you're stuck in. So so hang in there. But this call is going to be especially for you if you're a solopreneur, solo practitioner, or a small business owner. Um, so coaches and massage therapists and um, people with a product or a service, you're really going to get something out of this call if you haven't yet developed a niche. Today, I received an email from a male business owner. And he said, you know, Marla, I noticed that you market toward women, that you are a coach for female business owners, but obviously I'm a guy and I'm feeling kind of stuck in my business and I'm wondering if we could coach together. And, you know, I think that's just such a great demonstration of the fact that just because you create a niche for your business and you market to fewer people, as you might see it as, excuse me, frog in the throat today, Um, that other people, if you're good, other people will still contact you. Other people will still buy your products and services. So that's the first thing to think about. Marketing to a niche does not mean that other people will not follow find you. And so I responded to this gentleman and I said, of course, you know, I do market to female business owners, but I certainly do coach men. And, you know, let's talk and let's find out what I can do for you. So I was glad to get that email because I do enjoy coaching men. I just find that marketing to women is more powerful for me and uh, more women find me. So, you know, that's one of the reasons I chose a specific niche. And my niche does go deeper than just women women entrepreneurs. Now, I also stumbled across, as a great example, (laughs) a website today that I just thought, wow, wow, talk about niching. Whoa, this is just such a great example. Their whole business is niche. This is a very, very defined and narrow niche. And I'll tell you what, they are probably rolling in profits, let me tell you. Okay, the website is The Wedding Dog. You heard right, as in bride and groom, theweddingdog.com. Okay, now this business, and I'm going to get a hold of this gal who owns this business because I just find it so creatively fascinating. And I'd like to interview her on how she chose this niche and how her business is going and what other tips she has for people who, who want to get into a very specific industry. I just think that she's a great model for us. Now, what this this uh, business does is they market to people who are getting married and who are animal lovers and who wish to include their four-legged furry friends in the wedding. Well, another thing they do is they have products and ideas and services and such for 
okay, hang on to your seat, for puppy weddings, for dog weddings too. So whether you're two humans getting married or whether you have two dogs getting married, which is, I've never heard of that, but whatever, you know, um, then this is the the a website for you and she does very very well and she also works with a a wedding uh, planner who is very pet friendly so talk about a niche that's a very deep and narrow niche and uh, that's an extreme but I love it I love it so one of the most common things that gets a small business owner stuck is the lack of clarity about who they're selling to and why. You know, the marketing message is really, really murky if you don't know who you're selling to. And it gets very confusing. You know, solo practitioners especially say, well, my service is is great for anyone. Let's say you are a life coach or some sort of a coach and you well, you know, I can help anyone who has who has an issue or therapy. So I can help anybody who has, who has a problem, who's feeling stuck. Well, that is going to hold you in that stuck place with that mindset. So today we're going to talk about the nuts and bolts of business building in a niched business. And we're going to talk about the mindset of getting unstuck and gain some clarity around your prospective niche and, uh, you know, just some mental clarity around that. So why would you want a niche? Let's talk about that first. Actually, let's talk about what a niche is, okay? Because, you know, we may have some people who are who are just starting up their business or who have never heard the term. So a niche is an audience that is very, very specific, as specific as you can make it, like the folks at theweddingdog.com have, um, that you sell your products and services to, okay? Now, when a business owner comes to me and they say that they're having a difficult time prospecting and closing on business, one of the first questions I ask is, well, who's your audience? Who are you marketing to? And I'll tell you what, a big red flag when I hear answers that include words like, well, anyone who, or, well, somebody that, or any any business owner who, or any mom who, anytime I hear the word any or someone, a generic, generic lead-in like that, I know that for for me to help them, we're going to have to have this very emotional conversation, okay? And you, you're wondering, okay, why is it emotional? Well, when you suggest, as I said at the top of the show, when you suggest to a struggling business owner that they need to narrow their market, it feels really limiting and and really, really frightening. So, you know what, folks? I learned the hard way, too. I was a business coach. I can help any business owner. And, you know, to some degree, that might be true, Um, But I find that I do really, really well, specifically with business owners who are already making um, a decent amount of money in their their gross figures um, and who are ready to grow to like the million dollar mark. They're just ready to scale, explode their business and and make their processes duplicatable and and grow to that million dollar mark. So that's who I market to. And that's pretty specific, okay? Because these business owners have been in business for three plus years and they have a lot of their strategies and such in place. But what they're really missing is the mindset 
and the formula to grow. And so, you know, people get very nervous when you say, you know, you have to niche. Now, having spoken to countless entrepreneurs on this topic and getting a lot of resistance, one of the first things I say to them is instead of you have to market to fewer people and you have to design a niche, I say, okay, we're going to create a duplicatable formula that is going to increase sales and enable you to market to as many people as you like. That's what I say to them. And that's very exciting, right? Certainly the most important aspect of this conversation is is not that statement, but it makes them feel better and it makes them feel more receptive and open to entering into this conversation. So, you know, that's how I started out. So when we come back from this break, we're going to talk about why. Why develop a niche and what will it do for you? So stay tuned and I'll see you here in a few minutes. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Hello everybody, this is Pete Dix asking if you'll join me on Beatles and Beyond on this radio station. What a show I've got in store for you. Not only all the Apple reissues that I'll be looking at, some very rare tracks indeed, a report on my evening watching and listening to Neil Innes of the Ruttles and the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band. So please join me, Pete Dix, with Beatles and Beyond on this radio station. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And thanks again for being with me here today, folks. We're talking about the power of niching your business, the power of choosing a very specific audience for your business. And going into break, I said that one of the first things that I tell people who 
have a problem making money and who have a problem marketing their business and who I know really need to create a niche to be more successful is that we're going to create a duplicatable formula that will increase sales and enable you to market to as many people as you like. And let me explain that a little bit. And then we're going to talk more about different reasons why you should niche. Remember that when you're developing a niche, that it doesn't, it is not limiting. It is not limiting at all. It's, it's, it's so freeing. It's such a wonderful, wonderful reason. And it's such a wonderful thing to do. And the reason that I say it's you can market to as many people as you like is because you can have more than one niche if you really feel compelled to do so. Once you get a niche up and running and you're feeling confident in it and it's working for you, if you think that it would benefit your business to develop another, you can certainly do that. Now, I don't suggest having more than to, um, I've seen people go as many as three. If they're really confident, they bring in help and such. But, you know, remember, you're going to have social media to handle and marketing materials to handle in a lot of stuff. So um, remember that you can have more than one niche. Now, have you ever gone to a networking meeting like um they call them leads groups is another is another word for them. Um, and someone has said to you, or they stand up to do their 30 second, second commercial infomercial, and they say, so this is what I do. And this week, I'm looking for someone who needs my services, or someone who is buying a house, or someone whose back is hurting them. And you just kind of go into sort of a day and yeah, okay, whatever, I'll keep my ears open, right? Well, I learned a very important lesson once when I went to uh, one of my BNI meetings, Business Networking International, um, and that's a very, you know, there's there's a, a rather pricey uh, annual fee for BNI, but I felt that it was worth it. I belonged to them for about five years, and and I did get a lot out of it in terms of learning, and 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 leads too. And we did an exercise one day called what they call the reciprocity circle, and everybody had to stand up and give a very, very specific piece of information about who could help them. So for instance, I stood up and instead of saying, you know, a great networking partner for me would be a loan officer at one of the local banks, right? Everybody just kind of glazes over. You would think that's specific, right? What I said was a great lead for me would be at someone at Harris Bank who deals with small business loans and more specifically is associated with the SBA. They're an SBA officer at a Harris Bank. Now, talk specific. You know what? I got three leads that day. Three. Count them. Three. That's a lot, okay? Instead of passing our typical four, five, six leads on that day, we passed well over a hundred leads between the third, there were under 30 of us, right around 30 of us. So, wow, talk about specific. And that's just another great example of the importance of knowing exactly who your audience is and that you can really, really network much more 
powerfully. Remember, when you use words like anyone who, that brain of your audience just really shuts down because what does it mean? You're asking them to mentally go through their entire database to see if they know anyone who helps you. And it's not memorable, okay? So niching really, really amps up your networking capabilities. And that's important. Now, the big one is your networking. I mean, your marketing. So if I come to your website and you are talking all about yourself on the homepage and you're, you're touting your product or your service and what it does for people. Well, that's fine. You know, I may stay and read it a little bit. I do want to know something about you and your product and service, obviously. But if you have verbiage on your website, that talks about me, your prospect, about the the issue that I have that is either concerning me, the problem that I want to solve, or the um, the fun thing I, I want to buy, or whatever it is. If it talks about that as though you know me because you've worked with you know thousands of other people just like me and your product or your service has helped people just like me with the same kinds of stuff going on, then I'm going to stay. I'm going to stick on on your website, okay? So talk sticky factor, um, stickiness, that's when you can talk about a very specific niche, okay? So you really must study and know your ideal customer as well as you know yourself, okay? So an example that I gave in my Inc. article is if you're a web designer, for instance, and you're marketing to anyone who needs a new, cutting-edge, amazing, fully optimized website that's the best, best website in the entire world for a really great price, well, okay, fine, whatever. You know, I can probably find 10,000 other web designers out there who say the same thing. But as a coach, if I come to your website and you say that you have designed websites for coaches everywhere and that they saw an increase in the number of people contacting them for coaching sessions because of it, and you really speak the language that a coach speaks, and you can really speak to my audience, then I am certainly going to pick up the phone and give you a call, okay? So you can see the difference there and how important it is. So if you're a website designer and you're saying, well, I don't want to just design websites for coaches, first of all, I'm telling you what, if, if you're really good at it and you start getting word out there and you can really help people increase their margins a lot, then you're going to stay pretty busy. Secondly, um, you don't have to only do websites for coaches. It's just one niche, okay? So um, remember that as we're talking here today. So the compelling reasons for isolating your niche is just, I mean, they go on and on and on. But I think this gives you kind of a picture for a beginning place to think, okay, why you should do it. So does it limit sales? Remember that 
after you master your niche, you can choose another. And that is such an important thing to remember. So it doesn't limit sales. It's really expansive and liberating. And I hope that you'll open your mind to it today. So let's talk about some of the steps that you can do, some of the steps you can take once you've opened your mind to the possibility of niching. Now, uh, let me just ask you to kind of keep your mind open and, and say, I'm not making any commitments. I'm just going to really kind of, you know, toss it around in my in my mind for a little while, okay? So give that approach, if you're filing, finding the resistance to it, give that approach a little bit of a try, okay? So one of the most powerful things that I think you can do to begin to really isolate who you're going to excel in helping or selling to is to imagine yourself on a stage in front of about 500 people. What are you speaking about that you're really, really, really passionate about? Okay, think about that. Um, at the top of the show, I got, I got on uh, the, the, the board here and I said to my producer, Sabrina, you know, I don't have a guest today. It's just me. I'm going to be, you know, talking all by myself today. And she said, oh, my goodness, I don't know how you can do that. I could never do it. And I wrote back. I said, sure, you could, Sabrina. Right, Sabrina? Um, and I, I said, if you're passionate about a topic, you can. She's laughing over here in our little room here. And uh and then she said, she wrote back and she said, you know, I never thought of it that way. And when I asked what she's passionate about, she said music. So there you go. You know, you really can define what you're passionate about. And if you were delivering a speech in front of 500 people on that topic of what you're really, really passionate about, and you could either give your product away to one person who you knew it would help the most, the one person in that room, it would really help the most, or you could work with one person there, your ideal client or customer, and you could only help one. And of these 500, you know that there's only one in that room that you can truly, truly, truly help. Who would that person be? Spend some time describing them in detail, okay? Write about that person. Give that person a name. My person is Lucy. I called her Lucy after my my parrot. I was a nutty bird. But besides, <laughs> I just thought that would be fun. So, so my ideal client's name is Lucy. And I know a lot about Lucy. I know a lot about what she thinks and how she thinks. I know a lot about what her, um, her mindset is and what her fear blocks are. And I, I've just really explored Lucy inside and out. And so I can really speak to my audience because I know what, what, what trips them up. And, you know, oftentimes when people call me and we talk, we do an introductory kind of discussion, they're like, wow, you know, it's, it's just so you really know me. And it's because I've done this exercise. So consider doing that exercise. Okay. So ask yourself questions like who will benefit the most from my product or service? And when I'm speaking with this person, blank, um, what excites me the most? When I'm speaking to or selling to blank, what excites me the most? What am I most passionate about? And of all of the people who could use my product or service, who am I most passionate about working with? 
who do I most closely identify with and understand and sympathize with? Okay, so ask yourself those questions. Also ask yourself, of the people who give you the most positive feedback on your offerings, whatever they are, who are they and what is that feedback? So really sit down and think about those things in order to help identify your niche. And we're going to talk in the next segment about optimizing your website so it can really, really reach out to your niche and some other things that you can do to market to your niche. And, you know, we're going to talk about your business vision and some of the the mindset issues that can be standing in your way between, you know, making that vision a reality and making some money, okay, as soon as we come back from the break. And, you know, ask yourself, once you have the clarity and the strategy and the mindset in place, will I be able to make more money when we come back? Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millat, at 11, 10 Central on Toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millett on toginet.com. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand comes Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on toginet.com. Linda Link is Lindell's first and only internet radio broadcast. Holly, tell us about it. It's really something from my heart that I want to be teamwork um, for the entire community to get the word out about everything that's going on here. We're talking to the entire community of Lindell. This is not limited to just businesses or just parents or just teachers. Simply to get the word out about your cause or your company, you must go to where the people are. And today, people are on the internet. Lindale Link. Lindale, Texas is a growing chain of business, education, commerce, community. Together, Lindale Link can create one strong chain of communication. Check out LindaleLink.com and then check out Lindale Link, the radio show. Lindale Link with host Holly Rand. Mondays at 10 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Hey, and this is Marla. I hope you'll visit me over at Inc. as well. And that is Inc. I-N-C dot com slash Marla 
hyphen Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A. I love hearing from you over on Inc. And certainly if you have any comments or questions that you'd like to send to me about your business, um, feel free to do that at Marla at MarlaTabaka.com. And uh, hopefully you visited my website. I'd also like to announce that I'm very excited. I've released some products that I hope will help you gain more clarity and get out of your own way because you know what? We are all in our own way at one time or another. We all just kind of lay down and play dead when we get overwhelmed or we don't have clarity or fear blockers get in the way or what have it have you. And those products are called Quick Taps, Q-U-I-C-K-T-A-P-S. And you'll find them at quicktabs.com. Now, quicktabs are subject-specific recordings that come with a workbook. And they utilize um, a lot of the modalities that I utilize in my coaching. And not always, certainly, but for the people who could really move forward by benefiting from these modalities. And those are EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques. You may have heard of it as tapping. It's really taken off. Off growing in popularity, and I've been doing that for seven years now. So I'm like, it's about time people got onto this because it, I'll tell you what, I, I've seen amazing things. And one of the most amazing things I've seen is one of my very first CFT clients actually took her business from the low six figures to, well, today she's at $18.5 million because we did some tapping and helped her to get out of her own way. So imagine that, you know, and she was in business for years before she began coaching with me. And just a few months of coaching, um, she broke the million dollar mark and just continued to go on and on and up and up. So that gives you an idea of how powerful EFT can be. I also also utilize NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, visualization, and some other great tools in those recordings. So please do jump over to quicktaps.com. And if you see a subject that you think can help you, go ahead and download those. They're very, very, very affordable. And if you don't see the subject that you think could help you the most, please email me because I'm consistently going to be turning out new products. And I would love your ideas so that I can help you most more specifically. So I'm very excited about those. So please take a hop over and let me know what you think. So now that you're doing some serious thought about niching because it is the clear path to money in the bank, I want to tell you a little story about a dear friend of mine who uh, is also a solo practitioner and um, has been resisting niching, okay, and resisting creating marketing messages and such. And so she she finally, after, after years of prompting her, she, well, about a year of prompting her, she finally uh, got a logo. And the logo, I kept telling her, is going to be her anchor. It's going to ground you. And if you don't have a logo yet, consider this. Your logo will ground you in your brand. It will give you pride. It will give you something to identify with. It's like a key to a house, okay? Look at your logo as your key to your house. It's something you really need to resonate with. Once you have a logo, you are going to find marketing so much 
much easier because the logo is part of what represents your brand. And to begin to brand yourself is very, very important when you're doing any kind of marketing. And niching is another step that's very powerful. So sure enough, she got this logo several months ago. And I have seen her producing things and doing things that she has never, ever done before. And this weekend, she put together a brochure. And the language in that brochure is exceptional, really tells people what she does and who she does it for. And it's wonderful. And that is just, you know, she's beginning to really, really understand that once you create a brand and once you you create some identifying markers in your language and, you know, a few sentences that really pop about what you do, who you are and what you do and who you serve, that your marketing is going to become so much easier because you're going to start just discussing things around these few sentences and things around these few topics that you're very passionate about. So please understand that niching is just a part of your marketing and your branding. And that resistance, feeling resistance can really put a stop to valuable, valuable steps that you can take. So if you're feeling resistance, please um, find a coach or find someone to talk to, do some meditation, get out, you know, my most, one of my most recent ink articles, in fact, the one I posted this week is about my own experience of, of, of resistance. And, you know, when I needed the answer to something very, very important, the steps that I took so that I could defeat that resistance, well, defeat's even not a good choice. I could allow that resistance to leave. I could just let it go and allow the answers to come because, you know, when, when you're all um, submersed in all the muck, it's like in my article, I said it's like quicksand, you know, and you're really submerged in that. The clarity cannot come. So remember, let go of the resistance, let go of the fighting and relax into this. It's like it would be akin to having a massage and tensing up your muscles the entire time. You're not going to get the full benefit of that massage. You need to relax and allow the massage to be. And it's the same thing in developing your marketing language. Okay. So once you identify a niche and you've got your logo and your marketing language is falling into place, you can identify the ways that you can reach your audience. Now, optimizing your landing page on your website and optimizing your blog are very, very important. Okay. If you don't know a lot about that, do some research on SEO, search engine optimization. And also think about what other businesses and organizations you can align with, what kinds of trade shows you can go to, conferences you can attend, and make sure that they target this audience that you're niching to, okay? If, let's say, you are targeting moms and dads who homeschool, okay, then you want to make sure and go to those homeschooling conferences and really reaching out to those moms and dads, okay? 
also getting on podcasts like this one and writing guest blogs and such, being viewed and interviewed as an expert is really going to help you. So make sure to prepare a signature speech to your audience. Um, begin contacting podcasters, conference organizers, and different kinds of organizations who might welcome you to speak at, at, you know, to their audience. And don't worry about getting paid, okay? Because, I mean, if you can, if you're that much of an expert and and people really are are vying for your for your time then certainly you will get paid um but think about doing it just to further um develop your niche okay and just get some speaking gigs you know when i first started speaking i would speak at local libraries and things like that and it was very rewarding and very defining for me let's say because i it helped me to further understand who i was as a coach okay Another thing is that you want to create an information product. Now, that may sound overwhelming, but let me tell you, it can be very easy. So that when people come to your homepage, they're going to give you their contact information and their name in exchange for something valuable. And you want to make this a very, very valuable thing, something that is really going to help people. And so you may compile information from uh, speeches that you've done done or workshops that you've done or from, you know, little snippets out of your product or your service. Um, if you're something like a massage therapist, you, you might compile information on wellness and uh, achieving wellness. You know, I know massage therapists who only does massage for cancer survivors. So, you know, again, talk about a niche. That's fantastic because you have to be, you have to know a lot of things in order to uh, give massage to a person who is surviving cancer. And so think about the things that you can talk about and just a white paper perhaps or a recording or a series of your your best blog articles or what have you and give that away on your website in exchange for their contact information and store that contact information somewhere like constant contact or um uh, MailChimp, M-A-I-L, Chimp is in chimpanzee. Or if you're really kind of anticipating lots and lots of people, I use AWeber, A-W-E-B-E-R. And, you know, there are lots of different online places where you can store this information and send back more valuable information. Okay, so make sure to do that. And you know, do position yourself as an expert. Remember, again, this is where I see resistance when people say, well, I don't know if I'm an expert, but you are. Find out what makes you an expert. Find out from people that you've helped, people you've sold to, people you've talked to, people you've worked with. Find out what makes you an expert. Now, one of my clients reminded me um, in one of my last group coaching sessions that what I had said to her a few years ago really hit home for her. And I'd forgotten that I said this. And so I really appreciated the reminder because it's true. Remember that being an expert doesn't mean necessarily for all of us that you've written the book, that you are the go-to person, the only person in the world who knows anything on a topic. Being an expert simply 
hopefully means that you know more about a, a, a specific topic than the typical person on a street. You could be an expert. Hey, get this. I know a woman who is an expert at DIY chicken coops, okay? This gal is making the bank by selling plans for chicken coops, all right? So really, I think that's just outstanding. She's an amazing individual and so much fun. You can be an expert in any arena if you know more about the topic than the average person and you are willing to give away and sell that information that is going to help your interested prospects excel in their goal. So position yourself as the expert and know that it doesn't mean you know everything. Okay. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about developing your business vision and the mindset that goes with it. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Now, this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official classic hits countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. And thanks for joining me today. We're talking about niching and getting ourselves unstuck because goodness knows we all get stuck from one one time or another, right? And I had that experience last week. You know, I was I was so stuck. And I want to share with you some of the steps that I took to get unstuck because when you're working around the idea of developing developing your niche and you've never done it before. Oh my 
goodness, talk stuck. You can become extremely, extremely stuck. And, and you know what, when you're in that space, it's paralyzing. Uh, for me, at least, I just shut down when I'm feeling absolutely stuck. And I get very sad and my creativity just, you know, it's like it's hit a damn wall. It's horrible. And and so I've learned that there's a certain amount of um, allowing, shall we say, to to get ourselves unstuck. So I, I promised that I'd share my experience, uh, recent experience, and some of the things that I did as tips to help you get unstuck around this whole developing a niche. So uh, last week, I, I had a deadline for something that was really very, very, very important for me, something that is going to be a great career move for me. And... Um, you know, we all get a little vexed, shall we say, when, when something new is coming along that challenges us, right? I mean, some people are able to plow ahead more powerfully than others, and some people just uh, go into the fear mode. And quite honestly, with this opportunity, I was somewhere in between, very excited, very confident, and yet the fear mode around marketing is what really got me. How can I really approach this in a unique and novel way so that it's really, really, really successful. And I woke up that morning and still didn't have my answers. And I realized that I was just fighting. So it was as though I was um, swimming upstream against the current. And that's the best way I can describe it. And I was feeling really frustrated. And quite honestly, I could have easily just crawled back into bed and given up, you know, yes, yes, the million dollar mindset coach does want to crawl into bed under the covers some days and just stay there with a good book and a cup of tea, truthfully. It happens to us all. That's why I think the million dollar mindset theories that I teach here are so important because uh, this is a great example of how they can help you. I knew that if I turned to nature and to just being and just allowing and just relaxing the best I could, that the answers would come to me because I live in 100% faith that when we are in allowing state and when we really step into the faith in ourselves and to a higher power or whatever your higher power is, um, that that the best that is supposed to happen will happen. Whatever the outcome is, it's it's the, for the highest good. And so instead of climbing back into bed, I threw on some old jeans and, and, and old shoes, and I took the dogs out into nature for a nice long walk. And I I just did my thing there. I let it go. I, I just said, you know what? I'm going to let go of this resistance. I'm going to enjoy this nature. I'm going to give intention that the answers are going to come to me and give up the fight and give up the worry, okay? So I was going to stop struggling in that quicksand so that I could be rescued. And rescued I was because by the time I was done with that walk, quite honestly, I had my answer. And was it like a mastermind answer? Um, for me in the moment, it was. It wasn't my marketing answer, but it was the next best thing. It was the next action step that, that I needed to take, which would lead to the answer. One way or the other, it would lead to the answer. And I was dealing with a couple of issues, and, and answers to both of them came to me. By the time we piled back into the Jeep and headed back home, I was 
uh, just on cloud nine, I have to tell you, because I'd been struggling for well over a week and I had all these choices in front of me and they were just overwhelming. So let me tell you a little bit about what I, some of the things that I did. I, I started by expressing my gratitude that you know, the things that I was thankful for, this opportunity or these opportunities, uh, not the least of them, let me let me tell you, it's very exciting for me. And so, and no, I'm not going to share what it is yet because I can't yet, but I will soon. <laughs> um, but expressing gratitude for all that is, for the simple everyday things in my life and for, you know, the fact that I could be out there in this beautiful space with my dogs and that they were having such a good time. And, and that I was feeling much more relaxed and, and just expressing gratitude. Because moving into the state of gratitude really, really raises your energy a lot, your emotional energy, and eventually your physical energy. So if you're feeling a lot of resistance about your marketing and the things we talked to today, start by, by making a daily practice of expressing your gratitude for simply what is. You're going to find that very powerful to start moving your energy. Now, I cleared my mind while we were out there. And and let me tell you, you know, the million dollar mindset, as I call it, this, these theories and these practices are things that I've been doing for years. And so for me, once I decide, once I make that conscious decision that I'm going to change my energy, clear my mind and let it go, it's very, very easy. But that's because of where I am in my life right now. If you haven't been practicing a metaphysical mindset for long and you're newer to this, let me tell you, it takes a ton of practice. And even still today, it can take me days before I say, wait a minute, what are you doing, girl? So please, you know, know that for me, it can be easy at times. And for you, it'll be easy someday, too, if you begin practicing this, these things. So some simple steps. Um, you know, I was able to clear my mind and I was able to do it in an instant because I can. But if you're not accustomed to just letting go of your nagging thoughts, then Take a few minutes every day, a couple of times a day, and intentionally clear your mind, okay? And to do that, just take in several deep breaths. Move that air all the way down to your solar plexus and exhale through your mouth and practice this, this, this process several times a day. And when you are accustomed to getting more relaxed like that, just for two or three minutes, several times a day, you're going to be able to step into this practice with great ease and kind of on demand, okay? So get used to doing that. Make yourself a little note that reminds you to do that. Another thing that obviously I did that day is that I took in the beauty of nature because surrounding myself with something that I see as larger and more grand than I am, something bigger and more powerful than me, is just such a fabulous reminder of how truly small our problems are. You know, when we really look at things, most of us, what we're going through in the scope of reality and the scope of this world are truly not earth shattering. And so for me, that's very, very, very powerful. Nature just reminds me of that. And I am so grateful for my ability to enjoy that. So what is it that reminds you that everything can be put in a different perspective and become more manageable for you? Now, the other thing I did on that day, clearly, is that I removed myself from the problem. I, I left. I left. I left 
my office. I left my house. I just removed myself from it. And I said, you know what? I'm not even going there. Just not doing it. And you can do that by either taking in a good walk, getting in a good workout, whatever it is, going out with friends, just remove yourself from the problem. Um, choose when you're, when you're really, really in a conundrum, choose the next best feeling. So if you're feeling down and demotivated, okay, to ask yourself to move from that place, from that mindset to joyful and excited and optimistic is just like, wow, beating yourself up, right? Okay, so don't ask yourself to do that. Ask yourself to move into the next best space. If you're feeling down and negative, think of something that you can feel positive about. Think of something that reinforces your more positive nature and step into that that space and just feel the the joy of feeling a next step better. And as you begin to climb this, we call it an emotional scale to get your frequency higher, to get your energy higher, you're going to feel better and better. So choose the next best mood, the next best mindset that you can. So writing your problem down on a piece of paper and letting it go is one powerful thing to do, okay? And I did that too. I just let it go. I put it in an envelope and I let it go. And boy, did that feel good. And, you know, pushing the problems aside is not an answer. Certainly, pushing them aside, pretending that they don't exist is not an answer. But writing it down sort of taps into your creativity and it gets that right brain going. And that is very powerful. Okay, because think about this. The left brain rules your logic, right? And and the worry and, and things that come along with that logic. You're always trying to logic well the right brain is the worry, but you're always trying to logic your way out of the worry. Okay. Well that doesn't always work. In fact it very seldom works. Okay. So when you can do activities that engage that right brain, that feel more creative, like writing, like getting into nature, things like that, you're going to allow the creativity to flow. And if you're stuck about what your niche is or who your niche is, then writing, just letting go, journaling is going to help you. Talking to yourself in a during a long walk in the woods is going to help you. Doing artwork, whatever it is, your gardening, whatever it is that is creative for you um, is going to help you tap into that process. So remember, if you're in the left brain and, and that is that logic and I need to find my way out of this and I need to figure this out and, and you're doing flow charts and, and all these exciting things that uh, we can get stuck doing, then go ahead and immerse yourself in something creative. So that's about it for today. And it, it was just fun for me to express all of these things. I hope that you'll continue to share with me over at ink.com slash Marla hyphen tobacco and that you will visit quicktaps.com 
to see my my new products, my new EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques-based products. Very excited to finally release those and to continue to work on those to bring you topics that can help you get unstuck. And if you have questions about niching or something more you'd like to hear on one of the shows or in my ink, uh, column, please, please, please just email me at Marla at Marla Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A dot com. And you know, I also want to tell you, Brendan Burchard is going to be on the show in July. And if you don't know who he is, Brendan Burchard, um, he is a master affiliate marketer. And talking about marketing, that's going to be a fun show. So stay tuned for that, too. And that's in July. So I'll tell you more as the time gets closer. Have a great week, everyone. And I look forward to seeing you and your million-dollar mindset right back here next week. Thanks for joining me today. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka from Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and if